Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I think, uh, I think that's the wrong music. There you go. Wake up! Carlson, McKenzie, and Heather in the morning. Uh, I need an act. Stop what you're doing and listen. I'm a little short on cash, but if you don't mind just appetizing, I'd love to take you to dinner sometime. Carlson, McKenzie, and Heather. We'd like to thank you personally, all of us, for the meaning you've given our lives. Kevin Carlson. I always thought that everyone had a little bit of good in them, but I don't see it with you. Pete McKenzie. Did anyone ever tell you you're a moron? <laughs> Ford. I doubled up on the meds, so I'm ready for all your jokes. Carlson, McKenzie, and Heather in the morning. Your eyes are kind of glazing over. Yeah, no, I'm just I'm processing it all. Well, that concludes. On 100.7. I don't really know what that was. Shockingly amazing. WCLX. Moving the rhythm of the city to the feet of the streets. News, weather, and sports for a city that plays hard, works hard, and moves fast. Yeah, hello, welcome to a Monday. We're moving fast here this morning. It's the uh, 19th of December, 2022. It's your pals on the radio. My name is Kevin Carlson. Let me have a Diablo sandwich or Dr. Pepper. Make it fast. I'm going to... Mm. <laughs> Hi there, right. I'm Pete McKenzie. Hello, Pete. Hello. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Yeah. Uh-huh. Kenny Young is uh, filling in What's today. What's happening, fellas? That's all you do is fill in. Thank Back. You. Yes. Uh, the utility infielder of radio. Yes. Back as our executive producer, and uh, he'll uh, take over those headlines uh, with Heather. Oh, sure. He's got a couple of weeks. If you'll off. have me. Yeah. You know, Are you a big man? Sure. I'm talking to you. You wake up in the morning, you say, I put on my big boy pants. Look, I'm wearing a belt. I got big boy pants on. Yeah. Do you? I got my sweatpants on, I can tell you that. Yeah. I got a question. Is this Christmas week? You know, because the week starts on Sunday. So is, and Sunday sure. is Christmas. So is yeah. that Christmas week or is this Christmas week? I well, feel like it's... It's next, right? Next week? Next week. What do you think? Because it's the bridge between Christmas and New Year's. That's Christmas week, That's Christmas week. Well, a lot of people are taking this week. Yeah. Yeah. They're taking this week. In this building. This place is going to be a ghost town this week. That is for sure. Yeah, they take this week, right? And pretty much off till the first of the year. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, I mean, Mm -hmm. we're here four days, and then we're off Friday through. Yes, sir. Yes, that's right. 617-931-1007, our number, 530 Club members. How you doing as we head towards Christmas? Uh, Check in via the text line, WZLX, and your message. Send it to 70470. Talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. Made good use of that last week. Kenny was awesome. Had some good contributions there. I was scrolling through some of those last week. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Keep an eye on those. Uh, Just look on the red microphone when you're listening listening to us on the iHeartRadio app, and you can send us a message. Uh, it's 533, 32 degrees, right? Happy Hanukkah, yeah. folks. Yeah. You could get into that. My buddy who is a, uh, he's in a mixed, you know, marriage, right, as far as the religions go. So his wife was home 
with their child celebrating Hanukkah. He was at the pub watching the pants. Oh, <laughs> See, we had the best of both worlds, too. Uh, uh, my buddy converted. His wife's Jewish. And uh, they had us out last night and had the full Hanukkah spread. I mean, the potato latkes and the knishes with the meats and cheese. Was it good? I ate oh, wow. so much yesterday. Because okay. I wasn't sure which way you're going to go with it. There was yeah. like this Reuben dip coming out. The food is so good. I don't know. If she I... made matzo ball soup from scratch. Yeah. It was like. So we're doing that. We pre-gamed. We watched the game, and then uh, you know, and then all next to the giant Christmas tree because they celebrate both, like your buddy. Okay, mm-hmm. right, right, yeah. So it was the best of both worlds. I but I got to tell you, I felt like such an old man. We got out of there, <laughs> and I'm like, I need a tums. <laughs> I need oh, yeah. <laughs> you need to settle down. The I stomach. had more carbs yesterday during that game than I've had in a month. Mm. Wow, oh, yeah, excellent. I'm, I've never had Hanukkah food. I've never really. Right. Partook in so that good. celebration. Food oh, so I'm familiar good. with the Tums, though. Let oh, me yeah. tell you. It's like a daily thing for me now. <laughs> I'm making a candy necklace out of Tums and ibuprofen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, I was. Uh, I watched the fourth quarter of the Pats game at a bar called the Thirsty Beaver mm. uh, in Smithfield, Rhode Island, right off of 295. Oh, so, so you're the reason we lost. You didn't, st- you didn't stay put. No, I uh, yeah, I was on the road. You changed the karma. Well, you know, it's funny because I have uh, Pete and I have this little app now where we can watch uh, the NFL on our phones, no oh, problem. Yeah. You know, free, of course. Well, we it's to... fantastic. So I actually had the Pats game on in the car while I was driving back. <laughs> oh, nice. oh, I put it right on the <laughs> right, right on the dashboard. The display, yeah. And uh, yeah, I do it safely. Mm-hmm. Of course, mostly listening, and then if there's right. a good play, I'll look down at the at the screen while you're but, driving. Yeah. But I stop to I get gas, and I remember that exit. Someone telling me that there was a bar there called the Thirsty Beaver. So I thought oh, I'll go in there. It was just uh, the end of the third uh, quarter there. And I thought I'll watch the fourth quarter, and yeah, sure enough, I went in there, and all hell broke loose. And as everybody knows, then I got home last night. I walked through the front door, and my daughter. And her serial killer boyfriend are doing yoga. I'd never seen that before. It wasn't I, nude, was it? No, they were. Sometimes th- they do that yoga nude. I, I said, "What the that candle slit?" I thought, "What is? What's going on?" It seems Incense. like an awkward time to do it. You know. Well, that, he hates football. Well, it's funny you say that. I mean, that's I a morning that. thing, isn't it? Yoga. Oh, I don't mm-hmm. know. But he's uh, he you know he's a surfer guy from California and. He's a, it's funny because he's got a 49ers license plate cover. Hmm. And he's got a 49ers hat. Yet I've never really, it's interesting. Uh, like, I don't, I've never seen, like, he, he's not into football. But so yet where he did has, that thing come yeah, from? Yeah, it's kind of yeah. weird. I don't, I don't know. Somebody must have gifted it to him. Clearly they weren't watching the, uh, the Patriots because uh, I told my daughter, you know, how about that at the end of that? She goes, what are you talking about? I went, nah, don't worry about it then. <laughs> right. You're not into you just it. just go back to your uh, downward dog or whatever it That's is. that. You know, so. of all the possible scenarios in that game, that was the last one I ever expected to happen. Well, it was a, really, it was a, it was a stunner. I it mean, was the, the most bar. unpatriotic, dumbest, finish. patriotic, right? Absolutely, yeah. I, that's I, a Cleveland Browns. That exactly. That's a, that yeah. is New York a, Jets. Right. I could see the Jets doing exactly. something like that. Exactly. And I, especially after Jacoby Myers having an incredible second half, getting open, mm. getting released, getting downfield. To have it end like that, I'm blaming that running back though for starting the whole chaos. I Just go down and lateral. take it into overtime. Stevenson just yeah, had to it's go not, down. Yeah, Why? That's, that's not like, uh, yeah, right. You, and and the, 
the Pats are probably going to win it in overtime, yeah. in my opinion. They had all the momentum. They had all yeah. the momentum, 21 unanswered points before. And again, you can go back to that Raiders tying touchdown with the toe that was clearly on the line. Oh, no, Kenny. I saw three different angles of that thing. They but did you see an, any angle down the line? There was His toe was on that line. His toe was on but that But you don't pitch. know that that foot, because he's forward momentum, mm. you don't know that that foot did, didn't hit the ground inbounds first. You, they know, couldn't man. overturn it. That was so damn close. Well, man. the thing is... that much time, I knew it was And it was back. blurry, okay? It's yeah. not crystal clear. So they were last night they were saying that if that game wasn't flexed to Sunday uh, afternoon yesterday, and it was on NBC where they've got the pylon cam, mm. yeah. that we would have seen a very clear photo of it. Yep. So, it's the NFL. It's a billion-dollar industry. Every game should have the pylon cam. Every game, Every should, game have. should have cameras yeah, I mean, down the sidelines. And right right over each. And, you know, and on the right goal line, right you know. I mean, give me a break. You know, how yeah. do they not have that angle? Mm. Stupid. Right, have yeah. that camera. Here's uh, Jacoby Myers. Uh, he was asked, <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, this is pretty good. All right, hang on a second here. Well, I'm, oh, it's, uh, of course, the computer's frozen. That's why. Here we go. Was the plan to lateral the bull? No, no. So was the plan the lateral? <laughs> was that the plan? Was the plan to lateral the bull? No, no, just trying to do too much. I'm trying to be a hero, I guess. Call it kind of. I didn't see the dude back there trying to throw the ball. Like I said, I was just doing too much, you know what I'm saying? Should have just went down the ball. Trying to be a hero. Trying to be a hero. Yeah, he took accountability for it, which he had to. He had to own it. Well, Mac needs to learn how to tackle like a professional football player. <laughs> right. and, uh, and again, okay. of all people to yeah. uh, win the game for the Raiders, <laughs> I mean, former Patriot break. Chandler Jones. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's just... He just got steamrolled. <laughs> like a free train coming. You blew it! That's what you do. No way was I going to get in front of him. Right, right. I mean, he just, I mean, he just, challenges rolled right. And then the fact that it's a former Patriot. <laughs> I That's mean, what it's, I'm saying. So the yeah. question is, is there a name for the end of that game? I mean, we make fun of the butt fumble. There are certain plays or, you know, that, that are out there that never go away. Have they named this yet? You know, lateral's got to be somewhere in it, right? Yeah, I mean that's one of the most embarrassing plays of uh, all time in the failure end. to lateral. Uh, <laughs> how about how about like the that. ass pass? You know, it was just an ass ass asinine play. Well, I'd have to come. He after. threw it overhand. Oh. I know it was a lateral. He'd but. have to shoot it out his ass for that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> in my right. opinion. Yes. Anyway, oh, what but, a disgrace! Uh, playoff hopes are dashed. I would say. I think at this point, yeah, because you know, I just the, hope I hit my bet over eight and a half wins. I got to win two out of the last three. Yeah, well, I have, I have the same it. thing. Had yeah. the Pats pulled that out, I strangely enough, they would have been tied for second place in the division with the Dolphins. Isn't it crazy with a critical game against the Dolphins coming up, and then also to close out against the Bills. But so, I don't know if you saw the meme I posted after the game. No, last night, right? Because well, I, like, I, I had to find some sort of humor in all of this, right? So I went and dug out the. We're on to Cincinnati. That's who they're playing on Saturday, Christmas Eve, yes. Ironically, that's who we're playing the Bengals on Saturday at 1 o'clock. So we have a uh, 22% chance to make the playoffs. The Pats do. But again, we're going to need help, though. Yesterday, Huh? How do you feel about it? Like, do you want them to even get into the playoffs at this point? Bengals. It's not a great team. Bengals coming mm. off a win against Brady. So you had Bengals, Dolphins, and then at Buffalo. And then at Buffalo to close this I've heard out. more Pats fans say that this is just not a good team. You know, and Pats fans that have been around for, you know, they're in their 50s. And they've sure. seen the bad times and the good times. Mm-hmm. And everybody seems to be willing to admit it's just not a good football team right now. Just not overall. Yeah, sunny and breezy, high of 40 today. Uh, I did dig up the temp right now. It's 28. It's going to be a very weird week out there.
weather-wise, mm-hmm. ups and downs in the forest. But 28 right now outside of our Classic Rock headquarters. I'm Kenny Young, 100.7 WZLX. Boston's Classic Rock, Carlson, McKenzie. Heather's out. Uh, Kenny Young is here. Uh, 545. Sunny today. Windy high of 4032 right now. Just going over our uh, prizes for today. Okay. Not seeing a prize for the Classic Rock Clash. I'm assuming if they thought well, we were not going to do it this week. I mean, mm. we're, doing a, we're, we're doing a regular show, right? Well, that seems to be a miscommunication between us and uh, the promotions department. They must right? have thought we were out this week. I'll send Adam an email. He's usually an early riser. Yeah, see, we have prizes to give away. Okay. I mean, what are we going to do, sit here and play music for four hours? I'd rather... God, we gave away so much last week. That's what I'm saying. We got nothing this All week. All of a sudden, we don't have anything to give away. We don't have any prices for the clash. Usually, they have, we have decent stuff to give away. It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, we're here. I'm assuming know. they thought we weren't working this week, right? That must be it. Do we normally take this week off? We do usually have, oh. yes, uh, extended vacation time at Christmas, well, but we chose otherwise okay. in 2022. So, mm-hmm. Anyway, we'll, uh, we are doing it's a regular show all this week. Well, through... Uh, right through Thursday. Mm-hmm. That's that. Yeah, Jeez, yeah. I'm not gonna do anything any different. Email's though. going out right now, Kevin. <laughs> what dumbass would uh, do this? This uh, Goodwill employee is cleaning out. You know, you drop your crap off in those bins. You know, you dump your stuff in those bins. Sure. Yeah. Donations. Which was uh, frustrating for me because my wife had a nice comforter and and still in the plastic case. That we didn't, uh, it was like brand new. I could not shove it in that. You know, that they've got it now where when you open the bin up, it's like a little door and you have to shove it in and then you got to move. You don't have, you, have you donated to any of these bins and, and seen how the doors work now? It's uh, well, yeah, I mean, it's just been open bins that I've donated oh, to. Yeah, it seems like, so I was unable to uh, cram it in there. I'm thinking, well, you know, do I throw it away? What do I do? Anyway, so someone had thrown a grenade in one of those goodwill bins and uh it wasn't a uh maybe it was a real grenade that just you know was hollowed out i don't know the story but they got a 911 call stating employees found a hand grenade in the donated items like who would do that i mean you know knowing that you're going to create chaos right even if it's a dummy grenade who 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 would do that and the store was quickly evacuated no other stores here in this plaza were impacted or went into lockdown a member of the explosive i I could see throwing a body part here or there and let people uh, wonder what's happening but i mean a grenade ordinance disposal team did come out and secured the building like an arm foot in a shoe (laughs) (laughs) and determined that it was an inert device now police are taking this time to remind people to be aware of what they donate online goodwill says hazardous materials firearms and fireworks are things you should not be donating here at the goodwill there was a dude i think locally here there was somebody that was uh selling a box (laughs) box full of grenades at a yard sale oh nice yeah right and i think they were live i think they were live grenades well i think that the the problem is when people start donating things like when i was donating my dad's clothes and shoes and all that stuff i'm not looking through all that stuff i'm just putting it in a bag and and donating it i mean anything could be in the pocket oh you're not going through pockets Uh, no oh i've been doing that i definitely or shoes you know i mean how how often is stuff falling in shoes in the closet yeah yeah maybe maybe there's a grenade in the shoe i don't know did you see the uh, furniture that was donated and then taped underneath 
Well, it was like a nightstand. Taped underneath the nightstand was like $20,000. It was grandma who wow. taped, taped $100 bills underneath the nightstand. Yeah. yeah right. Uh-huh. You're working at Goodwill. You come across that. What are you doing? Hmm. Well, if I'm sitting there alone and there's no cameras around, You're I guess. You're keeping it. Yeah, You're but there's keep. cameras, Kevin. Ah, cameras hell. are everywhere. It is uh, 549.100.7. <laughs> WCLX. Boston's Classic Rock. Carlson, McKenzie, Heather, 604. Kenny's here today. Sunny today. Windy. I have 4032 right now. I just complimented the monk. There's a guy who works here. Jason, yes. Uh, he works for uh, WBZ News Radio. Yes, friend of the show. Looks just like a monk, though. Nice guy. Anyways, he, he has really bad gout. <laughs> he's, so he's been limping around the office for like a month. Yeah, the gout's in his knee, which is weird. Yeah, but I said, hey, you're looking good. He goes, thank you very much. All right. is, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the dude's been uh, dragging that leg, you know. Yeah, yeah, he's been... Uh Definitely hobbling. On Friday, I was, uh, after the show, I was standing at the urinal, and then there was the, a younger guy with the glasses from WBZ. I don't know if you know. The that. tall guy? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know him, uh, but as, I'm, as I'm, I'm finishing up and then turning, he's standing at the, he's already done, he's standing at the mirror, washing his hands. Mm-hmm. But then, I, then he, That's good. Then he blew his nose, okay? Right. So as I'm turning to him, he blew his nose, and then he turned to me, and I greeted. I said, hey, how you doing? If he didn't have snot all the way down his shirt, like it, <laughs> like he didn't properly blow his nose. So I thought for a second, do I tell, like, I don't know this guy. Do I say anything to him, or do I just, you know, had it been somebody I know, I would have said, hey, look. Boy, you really look people over, don't you? I do. Like, I would not. Like, he would have, if I was standing there, he blew his nose. I wouldn't even thought to even look at yep. his shirt. Well, I judge people, as you know. Yeah. When you're as perfect as, as I am. So if you do judge people as, as much as you do, yes. you should say something. Yeah, I didn't. I don't know him. So I figured somebody close to him will let him know that he's got snot all over Well, at shirt. that moment, you were closest to him. I don't know. I know that, but I don't know him enough. Well, then to, don't look at him. I didn't want what are you looking at him well, before? When he's blowing his nose. What do you care? He turned to me. I was fa- We're both facing each other in the in the. Oh, look room. away. I, I say I good don't... day. I say good day to you. You know, and he looks and I'm looking. I thought, jeez, I hope somebody tells him about that. <laughs> well, it could have been you. That was on Friday. Maybe the monk will tell had him. Had I known him, I would have. It had been you. I'd have said, look, you just you made a mistake there. You didn't blow your nose properly. Do something about it. That's how I met my wife. That's how we fell in love, because I had a booger on my shirt, and she picked it off. Is that true? She did. Oh, she was. I mean, it wasn't how we met, I shouldn't say. It was kind of right. how the relationship started. I right. thought, what a, what, a, what a girl. Yeah, that she would do that. Willing to point out that I have a booger on my shirt and then at grab, work. Did she grab it? She uh, was, I can't remember. It right. was it's 30, I mean, that's 30 40 years ago, I mean, Kevin. I don't know who flicked it off. I mean, <laughs> I mean if she grabbed it, pulling it off your shirt, my God, that's right. You now, pro- see, that's a nice thing to do. You, you should have done the you same. Propose right there. Maybe I'd have been the guy's hero. Then we would have been friends. Who knows? You mm-hmm. know, one of those days. Could have opened up a relationship. So the dude, we had talked to Phil Castanetti on Friday. Uh, remember the Aaron Judge ball went up for auction. That's the, what, the 62nd? Phil oh, over at Sports World, Yes. So, and Phil said, look, I doubt this thing will go past 1.5. If you remember, that douchebag was offered $3 million. And I say douchebag because the Corey guy married to a model. I think his wife was on The Bachelor or Bachelorette, one of those. I don't know. Successful people. He's a handsome multimillionaire who just happened to get that ball. That's, you know, and was offered $3 million for it and got one, just as Phil said, 1.5. 
$5 million. So me, you, and 75 to 90% of the people out there would have taken the $3 million. Oh. But this guy, he's got money. So I get it. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, let's let it go to auction. Oh. See what it brings in. So he loses $1.5 oh, I, I don't care. I don't care. think it hurts him. Five more $20 million, uh, that's... You know, he must he'd have to be worth thirty, forty, fifty million in order for that not to sting. Sorry. Maybe he's worth that, I don't know. But to lose it one and a half million dollars. Uh, it certainly doesn't sting as much as it would for some Ooh. some Joe sitting in the stands who oh, caught the man. ball. But that guy was rolling the dice. He was oh, gambling that it would go higher at auction. What do you think he was gonna get? That was like the highest the ball had ever gone, right? Uh was second it highest McGuire ball, is it? Mm-hmm. And it was up for bid for, I don't know, close to a month. So it looks like we are giving something away. Uh, it's the ZL Xmas box sets will uh, go down again this week. So at 810, we'll have, I see we've got the Ozzy Osbourne Blizzard of Oz. It's the 30th anniversary box. Did you hear about uh, Sharon over the weekend? <laughs> yeah, they're not they're not divulging what uh, the problem was. I think somebody scared the s out of her because of what they were filming was it on a uh, like a one of those ghost <laughs> yeah, shows that nobody yeah. watches so jack said you know he's not going to tell you what happened he's going to wait till mom's ready to tell us oh, what okay. happened she yeah. was like rushed she was on the set of this whatever the show is a ghost show that jack hosts i think somebody scared the s out of her and yeah. she had a she collapsed she collapsed or a blood was, rush or something was rushed to the hospital i guess she's okay now anyway we'll have those uh, uh, box sets, Ozzy Osbourne box sets coming up uh, that we'll give away. That'll be at uh, 810. So we'll do it at 810, 1210, 410 throughout the day. The box sets right here on ZLA. And the great news is now, now, it's now. time to rise and smile. I have been on some serious reports, but nothing quite like this. Headlines with Heather. This is good news on 100.7. What do you guys have for us today? Hope you like your gossip juicy as hell. Can we get a fact checker on that? Yeah. WCLX Boston. Well, it's Headlines with Kenny. Okay. They get this microphone adjusted here. I don't know what happened in the, the weekend. I don't know what goes on here during the weekend. She's but, on uh, vacation. You adjust it for your. She is. Life. She is. We'll get it squared away. Well, I think we got a lead with what might be the most boneheaded ending to a Patriots game in the history of the franchise. I mean, this is a team for the last 20 plus years that has been known for its discipline, known for its uh, mental toughness, and to have uh, it end on a failed lateral on a game that was destined to go into overtime with the two teams tied at 24. Which they probably would have won. Which they probably would have. They were moving yes, the ball right, again yes. right up until the end of the clock there. Right, right. When uh, they ran a dive play up the middle, Ramondre Stevenson should have just stayed down when he was uh, felt contact as he was going to be tackled just across midfield. And he laterals to Jacoby Myers. Live ball. I don't who know then decides for some unknown reason to just... Sling it back towards Mac Jones. And what's he going like, to do? You think Mac's running that and running the field on that all the way? And the there's end? just a series of black jerseys. So uh, Jacoby Myers took full accountability, but he was asked about the last play. Is the plan to lateral the ball? No, nah, nah, just trying to do too much. I'm trying to be a hero, I guess. You could call it kind of. I ain't see the dude back there trying to throw the ball. Like I said, I was just doing too much. You know what I'm saying? Should have just went down the ball. Yeah, should have just went down. 
And, uh, yeah, to Pete's point earlier, yeah, Ramondre Stevenson should have just gone right down. That's where it started. It shouldn't have even gone to that level. For reporters to even ask if that was a planned play. There's no planned play that a running back takes the ball beyond the line of scrimmage and throws it back. And to be honest. You don't don't know what to expect. Yeah, right before that last play, my buddy says, you know, I'm surprised Belichick isn't just making Mac take a knee here. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's all you got to do. Three seconds left. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah, pick six. It's over. So then, yeah, speaking of coaching, which a lot of people have, you know, been been after the coaching staff about this one here. Belichick was just drilled about the last play. Oh, I haven't heard this. The the final play situationally, how do you weigh what was called as opposed to taking a shot at the end zone? Yeah, we're not throwing it 55 yards down. <laughs> really? A lot of quarterbacks can, you know. Yeah. You'd think, right? <laughs> wow. Well, they remember the associated pass on that final play, and it was yeah. the draw play. Was, was He's saying that, he, that there's no way that Matt could throw a 55-yard pass? According to Belichick, oh, geez, he doesn't think he had the arm to do oh, it. Wow. The instinct of Hunter Mondre, was he given the green light to pitch it no, if he had an opening? We made a mistake, you know. Played it where you had a mistake on the play. Uh, Bill, a mistake on the play. Yeah. Final play over here. I know you said there was a mistake. Um, Jacoby took accountability for that, saying he knows better than to throw the ball back across the field. Was there any coaching point after you had called the draw to say, if, you know, the play's over, just fall down or go out of bounds? Yeah. Well, obviously, that would have been better than the result. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a better result. Oh. Was that said? Oh, boy. Yeah, look, we've talked about situational football we talk about it every week but we obviously got to do a better job playing situational football and not making critical mistakes in the game and surprisingly what he didn't say at the end of the press conference was we're on to cincinnati (laughs) (laughs) we're actually playing the bengals on saturday at one o'clock if we can go back to even before that final bonehead play uh if we go back to the game tying touchdown so just to paint a picture, if you didn't watch the game yesterday, the Patriots put up 21 unanswered points in the second half. They're rolling. Now they got some momentum. They're actually throwing the ball downfield instead of just screens and dump-offs, right? And then uh, there's this very controversial Raiders touchdown to tie the game in which the receiver's left foot appears to hit the line at the edge of the end zone there. And, uh, of course, it was reviewed upstairs, and they could not find obvious evidence to overturn the ruling on the field, which was a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm telling you what, we just uh, from the angles they showed on TV, right. they yes, didn't right. have the technology in this game to have the pylon camera, which is available in other games. If the Patriots were playing the game they were supposed to play, which would be uh, NBC, su- Sunday, NBC night. Sunday night, there'd be a pylon camera there. Yeah. We would have known whether or not that was a real... Well, the NFL will step yeah. up now, and they'll have pylon cameras well, they, for every game. Uh, yeah. It's a billion-dollar industry. They Why can afford they? a few more cameras. Well, speaking of money... Plus, we, if they're going to do this replay thing, yeah. you know, which really kills me, because I wish they just let people play. But the, yeah. we're, we live in a different era. Get the cameras down the sidelines. Yeah. You think he was out, right? Pete, Pete, you and I differed on this. I thought it was clear he stepped on the line and was out of bounds Look, with his I, left foot. I, yeah, but given what you had, right, yeah. you you can't overturn it. The only thing that I would say you could overturn it is if you don't see black between, you know, if you don't see green between the shoe and the line. But the, the, yeah. the pictures were so blurry. It was. It, the, the fact that they didn't have that clear sideline view. It wasn't clear. we got to talk back about it mm-hmm. here. Good morning, guys. You know, 
I don't know. I think you have to be clearly blind to see that the foot was not out. <laughs> they showed enough angles that you could see it. I think it was all a money thing. Somebody <laughs> was making a lot of money off of it. Agenda? So, what are you going to do? <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. All right. Very good. Yeah. Didn't you find a cause? So Edelman, Julian Edelman was at the game yesterday. Yeah, right. What the f- <laughs> what are we doing? Oh, I'm guessing that Jules might have lost a few dollars what in that game doing? yesterday. He's the reaction he had. He threw his hat. Threw his hat in a huff yeah, and all this just stuff. Just not here. the Patriot way. Oh, my God. Do so something like that. Oh, yeah. It was incredible. Uh, we got a couple other stories to get into. I'm going to save one for 7 o'clock about a weird thing that went down in Cohasset. But uh, Boston Mob News, Cadillac Frank Salemi. Former New England Mafia boss mm-hmm. died in prison at the age of 89 toward the end of last week. He was serving a life sentence behind bars for the 1993 killing of the Boston nightclub owner. I think that was the Channel nightclub. Yeah, my favorite. My favorite is uh, he wouldn't admit to that, but he'd admit to a yeah. whole slew of other murders. <laughs> he said, "Oh, I wasn't involved in that, <laughs> that one, but there's like a couple of a dozen right, ones that right, he was." Right. He, uh, you know, his reign ended when uh, when he and James Whitey Bulger were uh, tipped off because they were both, uh, you know, giving up FBI information mm. on uh, dirty FBI agents. Right, so. Uh, right. Yeah, that sweeping racketeering case in the 90s. So 89 years old, I had no idea. In fact, I thought maybe he had already passed away, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Sunny, breezy highs near 40 today. It's only 32 in Boston right now. It's Kenny Young with you, 100.7 WZLX. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Carlson, McKenzie, Adam, Kenny, 635. Sunny today. Windy high of 40. 32. Right now, I'd mentioned on Friday, I laid up. $500 bet on France for a friend to win the World Cup. No, that's right. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't even my money. I had a knot in my stomach yesterday thinking, oh, boy. Of course, that big dramatic win. Ma Montiel! Montiel! No! Argentina guy that I guess he's some sort of legendary soccer announcer, Andreas Cantor, mm-hmm. just was crying the whole time. It just tears. Just, yeah, just, yeah. Just I know. Everybody cries in that game. I don't know. Here's another thing that I don't get. Why do soccer players take their shirts off? What's the deal with that? You know? Have you noticed that? That they love taking their shirts off. You know, I wonder if Google can answer that question. What is what's up why, with why it? do soccer players celebrate by taking their shirt off? Even the women do it, remember? Yeah, it just seemed uh and then they have a sports bra on, of course. I didn't watch it, but you know, apparently it was pretty big pretty big deal with a what, three three tie and then a what a shootout of some kind. The penalty kick situation, yeah, yeah it gives Argentina the World Cup. Uh yeah, and we were at the pub last night, you know. Yeah. I mean watching the Patriots game and I'm sitting across the table from Sammy and I hear him say it was the best event I've I've seen in years it's the best event I've seen in years hands down mm. the World Cup final wow. I'm like I'm like 
Wait a minute. Have no. you heard him chirping about soccer before or no? Never. Never. Okay. Keep going. I'm not going anywhere. I'm talking to my friend. <laughs> You've watched your New England Patriots win six Super Bowls. I just heard you say that watching the World Cup final was one of the best sporting events you've watched ever. Really? Yeah, it was great. Yeah, I thought it was phenomenal. Okay, so where does it rank? Does it rank ahead of the right, Yankees? Well, let's walk this okay, back let, a little bit. I mean, you, you're, yeah, you, you know, said in it. The heat of he the, just declared it, he right? He declared it best right. sporting event. Right, right. right. No, best sporting yeah, event. Yeah. I said it was one of the best sporting events I've seen in years. Okay, so the Red Sox coming back from three down. Oh, stop. Come on. It's not even close. Patriots <laughs> down 28 to three. Not even close. Five other Super Bowl championships. Not even close. So we're not even close. You know what? It doesn't even but rank listen, in your f- top it. ten, does it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're right. You're right. The, the, the Bruins. Just I am full of. Right. What you say? Because I'm paying attention. The Bruins winning. Soccer. And what do you know Come about? What do you know about soccer? Zero. <laughs> <laughs> Don't shoot your mouth off, man. Keep it. Keep it serious. Because I'll call you out. He's just repeating what he heard somebody else say. Is all he's doing. That's right. It is uh, six thirty-seven. Uh, CLX. Boston's classic rock. Carlson, McKenzie, Heather, Kenny. Six forty-nine. Sunny today. Windy. High of forty. P and I were just talking about this. Uh, White elephant gift exchange. It's the same thing, right? As a Yankee swap. It is. Yeah, okay. I, I had to look it up. You know, I did the Heather thing and looked up uh, white elephant Yankee swap, and another thing popped up: a dirty Santa swap. I've never heard of that before. Yeah, but so they're, they're all basically the same. They're all basically the same. They're different by regions. So I'd ask the question: If you gave uh, lottery tickets to a coworker, you know, for Christmas, and this was in a white elephant gift exchange Yankee swap. Okay. And they won, uh, well, they did. Somebody won $175,000. Would that uh, destroy you? And that's why I don't give out lottery. I only give lottery tickets to family members. Close family members. That's it. <laughs> I don't do it because yeah. I wouldn't be able to live. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, maybe I'm so shallow that I, I wouldn't be able to handle the fact that I handed a coworker a two hundred thousand or a million dollar lottery scratch off. Well, not me. only would it create a lot of animosity between the two of you, it's something you would have to think about for the rest of your life yeah, every time i Ugh. saw that person no thanks so they're doing a, a, a yankee swap it's a white elephant thing they call it and it's a dental group and they're having a christmas party and so this woman Lori james uh, picks up a, a 25 dollar tj max gift card and she's going okay and that was the max 25 dollars and then somebody you know the, if you've ever done this i was at one it was it's a, it was an ugly sweater party mm. and then they had the yankee swap the gift had to be at least 30 dollars okay right so i went out and bought a 40 dollar mini refrigerator that and it was normally 60 dollars so i spent 40 it holds a six pack and it's like it looks like an old school refrigerator you plug it in yeah it could be fun to have okay sure. so unique there were 30 people at this party. At least five or six of the gifts were way under $30, mm. which pissed me off. I didn't say anything, but, I, you know, until I got in the car. But I swear, somebody wrapped up a couple of uh, washcloths. I ended up with a bag of peanuts, uh, you know, the shelled peanuts, like a big bag. I mean, oh. is that $30? For now, a bag of peanuts? Now, see, that's that's being shallow. Well, that's what I'm saying. Huh? Gonna, no, I'm talking about the people that aren't getting oh, okay. gifts that are... You know, thirty bucks. Yeah, they're cheap. They're cheap out. It's cheap. And of course, mine was the nicest gift, and they fought over that. So the deal is, you can steal a gift, 
you pick a number, you want the number, you want the first one because the, that's the last person who then gets to pick whatever they want. Anyway, so somebody grabbed her TJ Maxx card and she ended up with lottery tickets. According to the Kentucky Lottery, Lori Janes was at her holiday work party Tuesday when she got a $25 TJ Maxx gift card that she was actually excited about. So when somebody took it, she was pretty disappointed. She chose another gift that had $25 worth of scratch-off tickets, and one of those tickets was worth $175,000. Jane says she plans oh. to uh, pay off her daughter's student loans and then her car. What if you were that person that, that stole the TJ Maxx gift card? <laughs> You gave up your lottery tickets, you know. For It'd that. be tears for Christmas. Oh, my God. That's another, like I said, you'd have to, that, that office will never be the same again. I know people are, I'm so happy for you. No, you're not. Nope, you're not. And if it's a family member, that's one thing. You're not happy with somebody winning that kind of money. I'm just telling you. Your soul is crushed. I mean, it's <laughs> my God. 100.7. You know, Boston's classic rock. Carlson, McKenzie, Heather, Kenny, 702, sunny today, windy high of 40, 32 right now. So the president of South Sudan, uh, I'm not going to try to pronounce his name, but he's an awful human being, known to torture and murder people. He's at a public event. They're playing the national anthem for South Sudan, and he's standing there, and everybody's at attention, and the media's there. It's a big event. And if he doesn't start to pee his pants, and he's wearing these light gray pants, and you can see it get dark. There's a video out there. If you Google it, you'll see it. He's standing there. And I watched it. You, you, you're hearing Kevin correctly. The president of South Sudan. Pissing his pants. In public. While the national anthem is playing. Yeah. Okay. And, and just to give you an idea of what an awful country this is, right. Sudan, I had a Lyft driver. Maybe it was an Uber driver. Yeah. Whatever. From Sudan, had left Sudan, was telling me nightmare stories about that country for 20 minutes. Wow. Terrible. So it's to the point where it's dripping out of his leg and just, I mean, there's, it's just a huge wet spot. So, <laughs> that's, so a journalist caught that and ended up posting that. And so that journalist uh, was tortured and murdered. There you go. Uh, okay. And now... Mm. All of the journalists that covered that event. Oh, I thought you were going to say all of his family. <laughs> They're all missing one by one. Some found wow. dead. Is that the craziest story? Wow. Or, you remember when Biden fell off his bike? They played that over and over again. You, I mean, <laughs> right. the, the, yes. Boy, be glad where you, the, where you oh, live. Man. The great United States of America. 704 Doors ZLX. And the great news is... Now, now, It's now. time to rise and smile. I have been on some serious reports, but nothing quite like this. Headlines with Heather. This is good news. On 100.7. What do you guys have for us today? Hope you like your gossip juicy as hell. Can we get a fact checker on that? Yeah. WCLX Boston. Good morning. I'm Heather Ford. Hello, Heather. How are you? <laughs> Heather began her winter solstice. Her, uh, her winter vacation here yeah, for the right. last two weeks of the season. You guys are usually out the first two weeks, or last yeah, two weeks of the year. You know, year. it's too much time for me, honestly, yeah. with, uh, you know, that family in Connecticut. So, yeah. like, I had two weeks last year. I was like, Jesus, that's... Yeah, you're climbing the I, walls. Yeah, it's like, let's... You agree, Pete, or no? Is that too much time, two weeks? No. Okay. It is. <laughs> Not for me. Not for okay, me. Because yeah. I will never do it again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I never, yeah, uh, yeah there'll always be uh, one week at a time separated for me. So, Well, listen, I uh, I combed the internet webs to get some headlines here. And obviously, uh, still trending. 
Uh, awful Patriots loss from yesterday, oh which uh, I think we all agreed uh, was very unpatriotic-like. Because uh, here, you know they're playing for overtime, three seconds on the clock. They run a d- simple dive play up the middle. Ramondre Stevenson running back for the Pats. Decides to lateral instead of just going down and, you know, result, resulting in the uh, the overtime. But you no. blew it! You blew it! Then Jacoby Myers said, you think that's bad? Watch this. Decides, <laughs> all right. Decides to throw the ball back, I think, in the direction of Mac Jones. Yeah, and what's but, Mac uh, going to do? Do you think he's going to take it to the, the – he's going to go he's the, gonna, yeah, the he's going to fall to the ground is what he's going to do. Yeah, um, Myers he, uh, did uh, take accountability for it. Here he was after the, the game. The lateral, the ball no, no, just trying to do too much. I'm trying to be a hero, I guess. Call upon him. I ain't see the dude back there trying to throw the ball. Like I said, I was just doing too much, you know what I'm saying? So he just went down the ball. He says, I didn't see the dude back there. That dude was Chandler Jones along with three or four other Raiders. And, six, uh, six, three, four. the ball yeah. up, yeah. steamrolled over Mac <laughs> Jones Max, and ran it back for if, a touchdown. If Mac catches that ball, yeah. do you think Chandler hits him so hard that that ball comes loose anyway? <laughs> well, Maybe. that's just it. Yeah, I mean, so many things could have. All you had to do is just take the knee, go down, play for overtime at baffling. that point. Baffling. It was baffling. Yeah. And it was, uh, it was so disheartening. I mean, I, I was sick to my stomach because the Patriots played a great second half. They put up 21 unanswered. Mm. They started to get some pressure on Derek Carr, and the Raiders started to look like the Raiders. Mm-hmm. You have money on that? Yeah. I did. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I, had money. I had money on the money line, but I also had the Patriots. I took the Patriots when they were down 17-3 at halftime. I took them plus 7.5. What was the over-under oh, was was over on the number of questions Bill Belichick was asked <laughs> yeah, about no the last kidding. play? Uh, Here he was. Right. The final play situationally, how do you weigh what was called as opposed to taking a shot at the end zone? Take a shot at the end of them. Yeah, like a Hail Mary, 55 yards couldn't away, getting it as deep as you could. Yeah, couldn't throw it that far. Couldn't throw it that far. He didn't think, yeah, Matt could throw a 55-yard Hail Mary. There's plenty Hail of Mary. quarterbacks that can do that. I'm I mean, sure it's not he a can. Big deal. Yes, yeah. right. Well, they remember what the Associated Press on that final play, and it was yeah. a draw play. Was it, was it instinctive on Ramondre, or was he given the green light to pitch it if no, he had an opening? We made a mistake on yeah. that. He green. made a mistake on that. Why would yeah. they give him the green light to they do it? They would not. Yeah. That play didn't work. Made a mistake on play. Bill, on the... Final play over here. I know you said there was a mistake. Um, Jacoby took accountability for that, saying he knows better than to throw the ball back across the field. Was there any coaching point after you had called the draw to say, if, you know, the play's over, just fall down or go out of bounds? Yeah. Yeah. Well, obviously, that would have been better than the result. <laughs> of course, that would have been course, a better Mac, result. Of course, Mac needs to tackle like a professional football player, uh, too. What was that said? Yeah, look, we've talked about situational football, we talk about it every week. But we obviously we've got to do a better job playing situational football and not making critical mistakes in the game. Hmm. You know, by, the way, I, he, by the way, he didn't have to throw it 55 yards. You can throw yeah. it 40 yards in the air. Who can, 35 could. yards, and it doesn't matter. Yeah. Because if there's a penalty, the game can't end on a penalty. Correct. And you have a chance from there to yeah. kick yeah. a field goal. Right. Right. Well, I think it's safe to say uh, we're on to Cincinnati. And that's exactly where they are. Uh, they're going to be taking on the Bengals Boy, they on Saturday. Hell and the a... Bengals absolutely rolled over Brady and the Bucks well, yesterday. That was a hell of a comeback for them, too, because they, they were did. down they were at halftime. Yeah. They were down. Well, yeah. Tom, they said Tom Brady's record uh, when being up 17-plus points at home is or was 89-0. and 0. Mm. Now it's 89-1. and 1. Yeah, Bengals are a good team. I mean, I mean, it's crazy, right? So you got the Bengals, the Dolphins, and then we're at Buffalo. Are you kidding me? There's a 20, 22% chance that we're going to make the playoffs. Ugh, I don't know if I want them to make the playoffs. Would have been a lot of hope that. if we beat the Raiders. Oh, Let's hear what Edelman's. What does Edelman say about all this? What the f- are 
are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? Julian. Lettering oh. the ball away. <laughs> yes. So is there a name for the end of that uh, game? I mean, we make fun of the butt. Bumble. Yeah, I mean, there's got to be a name. We'll have to go to the talkbacks and see if anyone could come up with a good right, title right. for that. Bumble. Usually, the opposition fans make up the name for it. Yeah. Like, I don't think the Jets fans came up with butt fumble. <laughs> there's right. no, yeah, there's right. no way they came up with come it. Come on, Raiders fans. <laughs> yeah, what, what do you, you got? Doing? Come on, Vegas. <laughs> well, before the Vegas debacle and the Patriots, uh, it was an eventful Sunday afternoon down in Cohasset. 35 year old Brian Buckley, who was uh, well known to local police down there. Hmm. Pretty long rap sheet. Uh, decided uh, he was going to drive over the lawn at the local police station, uh, hit a tree, and then uh, start up his gas chainsaw. Oh, that's a handy thing to have. Yeah, so they got security doors right inside the Cohasset police station, and uh, this poor receptionist was just traumatized, and this guy starts chainsawing the security doors to try to get in, and he's ranting and raving and foaming at the mouth and whatnot. So she hits the panic button, and officers give chase. The guy bolts with the chainsaw in hand, Turns out he lives a half a mile away from the police station. Oh, he could have just walked down there, right? <laughs> Rode his bike. So he, uh, this is where it takes a scary turn. He barricades himself, chainsaw in hand, in his house uh, with two kids under the age of five. Oh, man. And, uh, yeah, so it was an mm. hours-long standoff. They brought in the negotiators. Did you and see then, him cl- uh, out the window? The, yeah, yeah. So he was the on nonsense. the second floor, and he was opening the window and, you know, brandishing a chainsaw. He had, like, an animal I mean? hat on of some yeah, kind. Some yeah, kind. So it's not clear what his in- motive or intent was to to you know try to cut well, into the police be station, thankful but. for your mental health yeah. honestly yeah. you know here's a uh, Cohasset police chief quigley the chainsaw is running he attempted to cut through the uh, security door in the lobby um, the desk attendant was there um, she you know fled for her own safety he was agitated with the officers and um, when he went to that window that gave us the opportunity we knew he was away from the kids to you know take him into custody he did resist arrest and he was tased by one of our SWAT officers He's yeah. en route to South Shore Hospital. Children are safe. Yeah, yeah, that's the biggest takeaway from this. The kids are safe. So, uh, yeah, they're safe and back with their mom, I guess. So, uh, yeah, he's got a bunch of more charges to add to the rap sheet, including uh, assault with a dangerous weapon, the chainsaw, two counts of child endangerment, resisting. Christmas springs out some of the Doesn't most bizarre. Bizarre. Oh, I mean, man, people are, I'm telling you. It's so squirrely. It's too bad he can't use his skills for good and make yeah. giant carvings with his chainsaw. <laughs> you know, and he didn't have his driver's license either. So oh, right. that's, that's three right. counts of damage to property. Sure, but sure. Uh, Hey, mafia boss Cadillac Frank Salemi died in prison at the age of 89. A former New England mafia boss. He was uh, in for a life sentence. And this is the story of the uh, Boston nightclub owner, which I believe was the channel owner who they found dead in East Providence. Mm. So they linked it, I think, to Salemi here. And uh, but see, he had the goods on some dirty FBI agents, he along with Whitey. And so mm-hmm. he was in for a, a life sentence. But he says, I didn't have anything to do with the nightclub killing. But but I did participate in gang. Well, I killed a lot of people. Right. But I'm certainly of other not going to own that one. one. I didn't do that one. Right, right. <laughs> not me. Sorry, Cadillac. <laughs> Sunny, okay. breezy, highs near 40 today. But there's going to be a wind chill factor. 32 degrees in Boston right now. It's Kenny Young with you. 100.7. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social Social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.